So, Alex, I'm not sure if you are aware, but I am a tequila mezcal drinker. Okay. So, anytime I, like, can't hang out with a friend or I have to miss an event or what have you, I tell people... <laughs> Sorry. I tell people to take a shot of tequila or mezcal so I can be there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> The Buyback Podcast takes place in a bar. If you aren't old enough to be in the bar, you're probably not old enough to be listening to the content in this podcast. For the rest of you degenerates, pour yourself a drink, sit back, and let's get this party started. Uh, yeah, I'll one. take another one. I'll take another one as the longest chair. This is how you know that Barbara is a bartender. Uh, she has put our white claws in her fridge, but she has also lined them up by flavor. Oh, good. <laughs> Just in Wait. case somebody orders, like, the mango one, you know where it is. I know right? where it is. He, uh, he, listen, I will... I can't. I need my phone to take phone. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. Okay, but here's the thing. I will thank bartending and serving and just hospitality for how crazy organizationally I am. I don't even organizationally is a, a word. But that's that's 100% that. It's 100%... Oh, I want passion fruit. Please. <laughs> Maracuja, if you speak Spanish. Um... Oh, uh, I feel like I can just quickly address this. My former name was Barbara. So oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 you're fine. You're fine. Don't edit that out. Actually, it's helpful because at the bar, like, like I said, at Hugo, I've been there for six years. So mm. all of the staff that know me there for a long time will always address me as Barbara. So, hi. If I'm ever serving your table and I say, hi, I'm Barbara, like Barbara Streisand, you'll never forget. So... That's that, but the rest of my life I'm Evelette, so which is my middle name. It's all legal. I can sh- well, it's a podcast. I can't show my ID. I was gonna say I can show my ID. <laughs> we will take your license number as well as your address, please. As well as everything. <laughs> all right. So are you you're good with your drinks now, John? Yeah. So what other okay. stories do you have for us? Yeah, yeah. We wanted to, we wanted to hear the other stories. Oh wait, can I tell you my really fun joke? Yes. That I made up. Yeah. That I'm yeah. convinced that I made up. Yes. <laughs> all right. Let's hear it. Okay. So. Alex, I'm not sure if you are aware, but I am a tequila mezcal drinker. Okay. So anytime I like can't hang out with a friend or I have to miss an event or what have you, I tell people, <laughs> sorry, I tell people to take a shot of tequila or mezcal so I can be there in spirit. <laughs> <laughs> That's definitely going to be the intro to the uh, yep. to the episode. All right, can I tell you a joke? I got another joke. This is a very punny podcast. Have you guys ever heard of the beer Fat Tire? Uh-huh. Yes, tire. yes, yes, yes. The? <laughs> I think that Fat Tire should make a light beer. Why? Because they could call it Skinny Tire. Was my joke that bad? <laughs> no, no, your, yours was better. It's fine. I thought it was going to no, be your flat reaction tire, was that good. But... What? Sorry. Wait, I thought it was did I miss it? Did I miss tire. the punchline? The punchline. <laughs> you want to hear about a punchline joke? I have a joke for you. It's called no, Cheerio Story. No, 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 no. We don't have time for the Cheerio Story. Outside the Cheerio Story. Wait, there, you gotta, you gotta modify that joke, John, to be flat tire instead of skinny. Tire. Oh, that's funny. If it's a light beer, no, fat tire, fat tire. I understand. So the but, joke but should skinny be skinny tire. The joke is not should funny. be what? What? I asked for. Uh, 
a fat, flat tire, tire on great, draft, though. and it got to me, but there was nothing in it. You know what it was? A flat tire, because it was no... That's No, great. that's when the beer has like no that. head. Right. What? That's when you get no head on your beer. Yeah. All right, back on track. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna workshop this flat tire joke though. I like I like flat tire. I think it makes more fucking sense. Yeah. I've never heard of a skinny uh, tire in my life. I think you guys just don't have respect. a taste for comedy. So. I, I, um, okay. So, uh, most memorable stories. We're still on question five. Yeah. Wait, time out. He just reminded me of a. <laughs> I think you can keep this in. But he just reminded me of a of something that happened with drag queens, and I love drag, and I'm queer, and it's great. But one drag queen asked another, oh, if you could lose any of your five senses, which would it be and why? And then another drag queen from the back goes, well, she already lost her taste, so. And it was the <laughs> biggest face crack ever. I mean, I'm sure Crystal Method and Alyssa Edwards and Shea Coulee are all incredibly famous and don't need me to plug them, but that's who the joke was in between. It was great. Yo, Shea, did Shea win All-Star season five? The All-Winners? Yeah, the, yeah Wait, Shea won season, that. No, Shea wait. Shea did not win? Shay won All-Stars. She did win All-Stars when she came back for All-Stars. Yes. I don't remember if that was All-Stars 5 or 6. Shay crushes. Cheers I to, love Cheers Shay. to Shay. Cheers to Shay Kulay. Uh, have I ever mentioned, Alex, my, my drag name on the podcast if oh. I ever became a drag queen? Um, I know what it is. I'm not sure you've said it on the podcast. Yeah. I'm only going to wear yellow. It's going to be my, like this. Okay. Celine Dijon. Like Dijon mustard. Come on. That was good. <laughs> it's a I'm good gonna, pun if I wear gonna... mustard yellow colors. Uh, so you're going to be Dwight from The Office? Yes. And I will oh. keep a beard. I will always have facial hair. That's great. Listen, drag is a beautiful expression. Do it however you want to do it. Fuck yeah. Mm. Celine Dijon is coming. Celine Dijon. I'm sorry. That's ridiculous. It's good. <laughs> Are you going to go play again? What's happening? No. I'm here. I'm sorry. I need. I, I was going to take a lap to like process that but what no but you said i'm gonna wear yellow so my brain was like oh banana dijon mustard it's gonna be a mustard color mustard yellow. Uh, so like I the ugliest know. color possible okay i love that for you all right I support most you. memorable stories oh right we were on that okay so the time i got kicked in the ribs technically like it was like end of ribs beginning of uterus so if i was pregnant that would have been helpful but <laughs> i don't know if i should have said that <laughs> so that's one. Another one was when, um, do you remember Cody, the short, yeah. blonde boy? Yeah, he was a nice guy. Sweetheart. Sweetheart. He had to hold me back from fighting someone because I don't know if, you, you've been to Durden, I would assume? Yeah. Long yeah. bar. It's a long bar. It is. It's got some space to it. I went from one end to the other trying to jump over to fight someone because my fuse had just blown with these people. So there was a group of people. They came in. Everything was fine. Me and the main chick were vibing because we both had tongue rings. It was great. We were ripping shots. We are drinking. It's a busy, like, I, don't, I think it was like a Wednesday night. Wednesdays and Sundays were my nights there, which I, I loved because Wednesday was the hump day and I could make that joke all day. And then Sundays, I would just invite my friends. On, and it was a Sunday, I have to mention this because I have so many videos from this evening. It was a Sunday when the lead singer of Lincoln Park passed away, and Chester Bennington. Mm -hmm. And yeah. we just spent the whole, my whole shift just listening to Lincoln Park and fucking vibing. And it was amazing. And that's why I loved those shifts. Anyways, so back to the story. Group of people you think that like you're cool with. And like, you know when you 
either have regulars or either like get along with a new guest right away, whether it's because of the drinking, because of whatever you're vibing about, what you're talking to. And I was like, oh, great. This is, this is like my, my safe space. We'll call it that. Like my safe space. Like everyone else is going to be an asshole. I can come back to these people and be like, oh my God, can I tell you what the fuck just happened while we rip another shot? Like that was these people that, that those were those people. And the whole shift, everything was fine. Angel was working with me that night as well. So it was Angel, Cody, me. Shout out to Angel, who I've asked to be on this podcast, and he said he gets nervous and doesn't record well. Angel Martinez. Helen's. Helen's on... We post about Helen's often. Really? Helen's is very good on social media, and they repost us a lot. fabulous. So when I go to... Angel, if you want a great espresso martini... Yeah, they do. Helen's, ask for Angel to make it. Great human, great... I don't like that they're underground, but... It's a good it, it is. I, I don't like. I, don't, it I like weird. bars with windows. I need it, windows. It is weird. It's it's a little weird. And also, your cell reception goes out like that. It's yep. really scary. Yep. Should I not have snapped? It's a recording. Sorry. Yeah, Sorry. No. I don't know. I, I don't know what I'm doing. So do remember how I talked about my therapist and boundaries and not apologizing mm-hmm. and advocating for yourself? It's crazy how that shit just pops out right out. Anyways, to finish <laughs> the fucking story. So, long story short, at four thirty, I think no, four fifteen. We're like, hey guys, hey friends, like we're trying to, you know, get you out of here. We gotta, we gotta close the bar. They start screaming at me, at Angel, at Cody. What do you mean? Why do we have to leave? Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I forgot this piece of the story. They broke one of the fucking tables and we let them stay. So Jordan used to have these high top tables that were, do you remember the long, like, long... Uh, In the middle, so yeah. you had the tables in the wall exactly. and the part in the yeah, middle, yeah. They broke one of them. So they broke one of them. In the middle of the... So they were there, I think, maybe like five, six hours. So hour two or hour three, they broke one of them. I was like, you know what? It's fine. How did they break it? I think they were like... I, I, dancing? I don't know. I don't. I think I think they were fighting within e- each other. And then like they broke a table. And like an hour after that, I forgot. The host... I thought that's a big word for this person. The host and his girlfriend got into a big old fight. And, I, and she was crying, full-on sobbing in this bar. And I was like, Mama, what's wrong? Like, tell me. Like, blah, 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 blah. like it, everything was fine. What's going on? And it was a shitty alter- altercation, what have you. And she was fine. I comforted her. He chilled the fuck out, whatever. But again, there was... The point is, there were multiple, like, things to throw someone out about. And they did not get thrown out. I don't recall who was security. I don't think... Um, Jessa, our manager, was there. I think it was in the era of like when they stopped having a manager there, and it was just the fact you had a host. I don't ever remember there being a host. No, 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 no. Sorry, that's the wrong word. Um, when like uh, uh, when I speak about a host, I mean like a group of people and the main person talking to me. That's what oh. I mean by host. Okay. We never had a fucking host. I know. Or a hostess. Was very we never crazy. had a host or a hostess. We had servers. I know because I was a server there. And it wasn't until Jessa started working there that she was like, you'd be, you'd be an amazing bartender. And Jessa is the reason, shout out to Jessa, Jessa is the reason that I know how to bartend. So shout out to her. Jessa's on my list too. I gotta reach out. Oh my God, she's got the best stories because she, because she got brought in for what she did with Exchange Bar. Exchange Bar was, unfortunately, also an underage kind of bar. But the but way the exchange worked was fucking incredible. The, it was a stock market bar, right? It was beautiful. It was great. And it and the way the business went in, it was never dead there. 
Mm. Um, so now, exchange would like you'd buy Bud Lights and people Bud Lights would be like five dollars when they open, mm -hmm. and the more people bought Bud Lights, the price would go up of Bud Lights. Like this. Right. And if no one was buying the expensive IPAs, those price would go they down. Would go down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then every now and then there would be a market crash, right? Everything was really cheap, mm. so then it would reset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's a brilliant fucking idea. I don't understand. Why great. They, I don't understand why they closed. But anyways, long story short, where Exchange Bar is now is actually the new in my brain, the new Plug Uglies. Plug Uglies was on, I want to say 20th and 3rd, and then they moved to that place. So Exchange no longer exists, and I don't remember, I don't know what the original Plug Uglies is now. Shitty dive bar that, oh, I shouldn't say that. I shouldn't call a bar shitty. You can call a bar shitty. Okay, a shitty dive bar that, like, again, I was still underage when I was working at City Crab, but as soon as the shift was over, we would go to Plug Uglies, and that's where we went. And we played pool, and we had Cheap drinks. I think there's nothing wrong with calling a bar shitty if it's also quickly followed by dive bar. Yeah. Because, for example, uh, what's the one on one and one? The dive bar that plays the... You mean one and one? No, the one next to one and one that plays porn. Oh! That plays what? That plays porn. Oh! What's the bar, Alex, that plays porn? Yeah. Is it... Uh, they sell ass juice. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know that place. Oh, Double I know Down that place. Saloon. No, yeah, Double Down Saloon. Double Down Saloon. Double Down Saloon. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Yes. I don't think, like, Double Down Saloon is a great example of a dive bar. Sure. They play porn yep. on the TVs, which is wild. It's great. They have a drink it's called. It's not softcore either. No, it's very hardcore. <laughs> but it's, like, weird in 80s. It's also, it's they much. have, their drink special is ass juice. <laughs> yeah. And it's four for one, nine for two. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah, that's what the sign said. Four dollars for one ass juice. Nine dollars if you order two. <laughs> so you just gotta order them separately. So um, a... Wait, what's in it though? They won't tell you. It's yeah, that's that's a secret. Here's the it's thing: I have been there several times. Have ordered ass juice every time I've gone, and specifically, still don't know what's in it. But I oh, think yeah. like that's a good example of like a dive bar where you put the word "it's a shitty dive bar" in front yeah. of it as a compliment. Sure. Like, you don't mean that rudely. I didn't mean it rudely. I really did it. No. I really no. did it. I really did it. Plug Uglies has a dear place in my heart because... Alex? Alex? Oh, my God, Alex. He's gone. He's gone. You don't understand. Listen, is it because we're swearing? Listen, audience at home. You don't understand. He just decided to start doing drugs off a sword. No, the dog's just going to start barking, and I was trying to mitigate the sound, but I guess it doesn't matter because we broke what we were doing anyways, so. He's using big words to cover. There's there's a stripper now. Alex, there's a naked woman behind you. Like a whole naked woman. There's also two men <laughs> touching fingertips. Very gently. Yeah. Very, very cautiously. It's very nice. <laughs> Can we keep that? He's, he's, Alex is a lazier editor than I. So, he it's doesn't. A lot edit, of I edit out all the ums and uhs. Actually, that's a great poll question. We should ask people like, "It was this episode edited by Alex and John?" Anyway, <gasps> that's great. Because I I'm I hate ums. I hate sounding. Sure. So I edit all of my ums. I leave Alex's in sometimes. <laughs> um, Can you edit out my snort? Because I okay, this is really upsetting. But I need to tell you this. We're not I gonna saw, edit it now after no, you tell a story. But, but like this, there's a whole story, and let me. It's really upsetting. So the reason, one of the biggest reasons that I'm an actor is my mother was a huge cinephile. Like, I should not have seen The Godfather at like four, four or five years old, but I did. But anyways, so I watched Miss Congeniality when I was a child. And it's because, a kid's movie, though. You can watch that as a kid. You just don't get half the jokes. You don't get, exactly. So why would you watch it? Anyways, but 
I, I loved that, like, she had the snort. So I taught myself how to snort while I laugh. And I'm working angrily to undo it because I don't like it. But it was not a natural, like, I didn't walk out of my mom some odd years ago and have Sorry. a snort laugh. Yeah. Well, the problem is, now that you've told that story, you can't edit your snort. God damn it. No. Get out of the story. What is your grossest bar story, though? Okay. <laughs> Buckle up, kids. <laughs> Anyways, Got it. the name okay. I, the name he just said yeah, was yeah, one yeah. of the part owners of Durden. The magic of Durden is you really didn't know who really was an owner. There was magically like six owners of Durden. And I understand a bar is expensive, so you need multiple investors, etc., etc., whatever the fuck. Anyways, this human has always been nice to me, was always respectful of me, lovely, we've stayed friends, etc., when I transitioned to be full-time at Hugo because Durden was drying up, um, he specifically was like, where are you working? I want to come visit you, blah, 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 and was lovely about supporting that. I was so sweet about that. I will say this. All of the owners of Durden were very lovely. All the, Sher the Shermans, uh, that person, and then the other person that I said their full name that you're going to bleep out. Um, they were all, like, so lovely. Like, just truly lovely, truly respectful of, like, how... Mut how like um, personable I tried to be how how you know we tried to build a nice place anyways long story shorter long story longer um, one of the times that this human visited me and as I mentioned Hugo is a touch more upscale he couldn't wait to go to the bathroom and saw a very attractive plant and I will let you do the math. Uh, we're talking number one, though, right? He went number two, Z? I'm gonna... On the plant? He went number two, Z, on the plant? I'm gonna, I'm gonna sip my, my white claw. White claw, please give us money. White claw, this, uh, this episode of the Buyback Podcast is claw. sponsored by White Claw, Montezuma Tequila, oh, oh. and um, <laughs> Extremely Long Dad Pants. Is that actually an IPA? I don't know what Alex is doing. Is Can I see it? Is he looking yeah, at his I'm, I'm right. I'm oh, taking wait. notes on when to edit things out in the timestamps. No, I sorted. Damn it. Leave that in. No. Um. So that's. So wait, that's, he went number two, Z. I'm gonna end the story where I ended the story. He he fertilized the plant. Exactly. He fertilized the plant. What do you wipe with? <laughs> The leaves, John. What do you want? <laughs> Nature's toilet paper, honey. Nature's toilet paper. Yeah. The leaves. I love that he's doing the math of this. Anyways, yeah. so that's one gross story. This man went number twosie in your bar. I'm. It's on a plant. It's I. Did you pick it up or did you just bury it under the dirt? Was it wet or was it solid? If it was. Was the it same... a real plant? Exactly. Was it a real plant? Is a good exactly. question. Exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, actually. <laughs> It might have been. I don't know. This is a weird thing. Maybe I shouldn't say this about Hugo. I don't know which plants are real. I don't know. I know like, I like I know they bring. Touch, touch I know them. they bring like someone to water them, but I know that like some are fake. But I don't know which. I just really like the concept of of you. They call you. Hey, the the guy who waters the plants can't come in today. Can you water the plants? And you don't know which ones to water, so you just walk. Just they all just get watered. Y'all think I'm joking. No, when that, the water state the server water station at the end of the evening to break down the bar, I put it in all of the plants. 
because I don't know which are real and I don't know which are fake. So this is another reason. You could ask. <laughs> All right, uh, grossest thing shitting in a plant. Do you have another grossest thing? Um, it, the the amount of drugs done on the bar in Durden, just willy nilly, off of whatever apparatus you had. Hmm. It was off of the actual bar. To be fair, that was a ceramic bar. It was beautiful. Like it was so mm. lovely to touch. And ceramic is the wrong word. What is that? What is it? shellac? No. It was a shellac wood. So it was poly. Uh, I don't. Finished. I. It was finished wood. It really was for the trash. I'm not that a Durden butch. Was, I'm so sorry. I wish I was because I'd be so efficient at things. But I don't know what for that the trashy is. bar that Durden's was. This is beautiful. The bar. bar was beautiful when it was beautiful. Out. Beautiful bar beautiful but it was it was a it was a relatively nice surface for such a trashy bar but there was a lot of drugs done off of that bar uh off of a lot of uh tuchuses butts yeah off of a lot of butts i'm not gonna say if my butt was part of that but there was a lot of butts that were in the bar pants down on the bar drugs that's something that's i mean if it's a good butt it's not gross it's appreciating I feel like, you know, you make statues for people that do good shit. Literally. Literally. It's good shit. Um, I'm trying to think. What was gross? Oh, um, I have a question for both of you. I Because now it's my interview. I love um, when people do it. <laughs> the best interviewees flip-flop it on us. I, I have to tell you. Do either of you find it gross if when a guest has finished their food and there's some untouched food on the plate and you're hungry and you want that food. Is that gross? Depends on the food. Yeah. Well, yeah, it does depend. No, 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 no. It can't be depends on the food. It depends on the food. Well, it does. I mean, it, if they've taken a bite out of a burger, then yeah, it's, it's gross. But if it's like a whole slider that hasn't been touched, then it's fine. I worked in a pizza, my first restaurant, my second restaurant job was at a pizza place. People would leave a slice of pizza. Right. I was 17. I don't know if I'd do it now, but like, I'm going to eat that fucking slice yeah. of pizza. Yeah. No, that, that's a good or if, Alex if and I were taking a bite out of it, I don't. I would not. Yeah, if you can just bite, cut the bite off. Yeah, Alex yeah, and I worked. What, yeah, we depends. worked at a place called the Trading Post, which is sadly closed. Um, a great bar. Everything's closed. Um, and they would do parties with past hors d'oeuvres. And then, like every now and then, there'd be a couple left on the tray, and the people who were passing hors d'oeuvres wanted to go get a new tray, so they just. Either take it to the kitchen for Alex or put it behind the bar for me. And... Wait, were you were you a chef? No, I at that time I was running, busser oh. running. You're a server though. That was my you? first. No, that was my first restaurant job in New York City. And no, then I that's was... not true. Your, his first restaurant job in New York City was Au Bon Pain. Oh, oh yeah. <gasps> Which has the best I, mean, I don't know if we can classify that as a, re- as a service industry. I mean, I guess service industry, but not a it's restaurant scandalous. or a bar job. No, no but, that's uh, great. Yeah. No, so yeah, I spent a lot of time in the kitchen and on the floor, so right. I did both. But I think but yeah, both of we did, our we answers did is depends on the food. Yeah. Uh, and the person. Right. There's there's certain Ooh. people who you would oh, never... that's fair. No, like, no, that's a right? fair hit. That's a fair hit. Like, you could look at somebody like, that guy licks all over his sandwich. I'm not going to eat that. Like, sure. or he, like Also, like, I'm not drinking someone's milkshake. No. No, okay, no, no, no. I don't, sorry, let me clarify. I don't mean, well, actually, no, I kind of do mean drinks. Because the amount of shots that were left at Durden and other establishments that I will not name that I worked at that were untouched shots. And if you were underage or broke, why would you not drink that? Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, definitely so, ate food from Trading Post just to save money. Before right? I, I force you into the story, because clearly you have one, I will say that when I was in high school, we used to throw parties at a friend. Um, I will not name him, but his name was Nick. <laughs> we have to pee. And Nick used to... You have to pee again? Yeah, I pee a lot. I drink a gallon of water. You're going to have to write down time again. I'm sorry. Um, Nick would always sleep over... I would throw parties at my house. I had like a kind of a farm property. It was kind of off the beaten path. And I would throw parties at my house. And Nick was... You grew up on a farm? Yeah. Um, Who are you? uh, I don't know anymore. I need to go back to therapy. Um, So Nick would always sleep over because he was one of my closer friends. But Nick's job at the end of the party was he would walk around... And pick up all the, I, I guess, the, I don't know if it's appropriate, wounded soldiers is what we always called leftover drinks that weren't finished. Yeah. Um, that might not be appropriate. Just, just, walk, with just walk with me I'm to the bathroom. It's fine. Oh, just walk with me to the bathroom. Oh, here we go. It's fine. Here we go. We're going to field trip. We're going to field trip. So Nick would walk around. But he would always pick up and pour into one cup. Just, just hold this. This okay. hold that. He would Who's pour there? into one cup. <laughs> All of the, all the lefties. leftover drinks and drank them. So the yeah. so the biggest gross stories that I had was uh, oh oh did you ever do the um the dirty Durden shot where you take all the liquids in the in the mats and you put uh, them in a shot glass no, and give I somebody? Never did. What do they call that? Not not at Durden's, but that yeah. has a name too. That has a name. I don't know the name. Yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I can't remember. It, we somebody else talked about it on the podcast. I don't know what it it, was... I don't know what it's called. I don't know what it's called. I. Um, yeah. given how beautifully classy but my established oh yeah but how beautifully classy I am now with my beautifully classy establishment I would never do that however right. in the past oh is it just called a bar mat shot gorilla farts sweaty bartenders <clears throat> gray snail or the jersey turnpike so Please. I want to know what liquor what mm-hmm. alcohol you can no longer drink and why this is a story, so thank you for pivoting. So, as I said, buckle up, kids. <laughs> so, at Durden, I was permitted, nay... Encouraged. Nay, ordered to dance on the bar. To one song and one song only. Okay. Pony by Genuine. Can you sing it? Can you just give us a clip? <clears throat> Actually, no. You can do it. You can do it. You're better. No, singer. no. You're a better no. singer than I. I'm a dancer. I'm a dan. I'm an actor first, dancer second, singer last. All right. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry. I'm gonna actually get up on the, the couch. couch. I'm gonna take my shoes off. Uh, sir, I need some kind of. Oh, you need the. Okay. <laughs> I actually don't know this song. So I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna make it up. I think I know. It. I know. I got. I got. I got. I got. I got. The pony that you are, I like horses, yeah. Fuck it's you. the pony, yeah, tarantula. I hate you guys. All right. Actually, no, Alex is lovely. You're great. You're fabulous. Thank you. I appreciate that. He's looking for a bartender that doesn't exist that we never interview. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe, okay. maybe I'm your just. Honey, get to it. Wait, if you're. At oh. it, my pony, my saddle's waiting. Run it, jump on it. The fucking Channing Tatum Magic Mike song. That song. Okay, yeah. That song. So one day, Jessa, you need to put her on the podcast. So one day, she 
first off, she knew I was a dancer. Second of all, knew I love that song. And then third of all, I was like, eh, it's kind of a dead Wednesday. I was ser- I was her server at the time because we did have servers at, at Durden. And she was bartending. And she was like, why don't you dance in the bar? Because fuck it. And she put the song on. People came in from the street. It was great. Because she blasted the song. It was great. It was a fun time. And then it just became a thing. So every shift, Pony comes on, Barbara gets on the bar. Like, that's that's just what it was. If they had DJs, DJ Ron Legend. If you remember DJ Ron Legend. I don't. I only remember the, Tasha's glasses. boyfriend. Oh, well. Shout out to him. I forgot his name. I'm so sorry. Uh, but DJ Ron Legend, who's still... DJ is in the East Village. Please look him up. He's fantastic. He's a good soul. He always used to have the glasses on and have the bandana. Anyways, long story short, he would always play it. Any DJ we ever had would always play Pony. That's when I got on the bar to dance. For the mm-hmm. most part, it was primarily me. And then there were times whenever Jenny was coming to visit me. Shout out to Jennifer Manjin. Hey, hey. You should get her on the show. She'd be great, too. She's got some stories. Um. Anyways, she is currently now at the rooftop bar and the lobby bar of Pod 39 Hotel. Please give her a visit. She's fabulous, she's fun, and she does jiggle the booty. She has a big butt. She's a huge butt. I She's going to hate that I said that. I feel like a dick. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jen. I love you. Um, but anyways, so she would join me because she was working there at the time. I got the job there. And then there were times that like bar guests would get on the bar and dance as well, and it was fun. So... One of these fun times of my planned choreography, um, there were a handful of times that Jessa would pour a shot in my mouth to be like sexy and blah, 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 blah whatever. Oh, I want to get the dancer a shot. That's the sale right there. Um, so that was one thing. But one of the times that she poured a shot in my mouth, it was fireball. Ooh. And she missed my mouth. I'll let you think about where it went for a minute. Did it sting? Honestly, I still see blurry out of my left eye. Ooh. Like, it's still... It's still not great. It's My vision's not back to 2020. That that was burning. Burning. You thought it was burning in your mouth when you took a shot of Fireball? No, sir. No, sir, no, ma'am. No ham, no turkey. Put that in your eyeball. You won't see for a week. It's bad. It's real not great. This is not so sponsored by Fireball. <laughs> but I will say this. If Fireball wants us to stop talking shit about Fireball, <laughs> they, they can, can sponsor, sponsor us. us. Because I think every episode someone says something bad about Fireball. So to answer your question about what liquor I cannot drink, that is right. the story of why I can never touch Fireball again. That being said, when John and I went to go pick up a six-pack for this episode... They had a container of little fireball nippies, and I was going to say to them, hey, you want to just grab a couple well, of Well, those aren't, so they've started doing this in bodegas. They don't have a liquor license, but that's not fireball. Mm. It's it's fireball with toned down. Like, if you take a nip of fireball and a nip of fireball you get from a bodega, it actually says fireball whiskey on the ones you can buy from liquor stores. Mm-hmm. And it says fireball, not cocktail, but like fireball something. It's not cocktail. Um... Because they make them differently. It's technically a beer that's fireball flavored. It's like a, it's like a Smirnoff. It's, it's different. Oh. Yeah. Well. Special. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm on you with no more drinking fireball train. That's, that's, uh, I'm on that. I'm on that with you. To be fair. Even when fireball had a thing. To be fair. To be fair. Even when fireball was such a thing. Of all the fireball, like, like all the cinnamon whiskeys mm. that 
popped out of nowhere. I actually, my preference was Jackfire. That's actually mm. lovely. That's lovely. If you want that cinnamon kick, fine. Do it. Jack but fire. do Jackfire. Gymfire was trash. Fireball is trash. Maybe I should say trash. But I just, I didn't like it. This sponsor would, this podcast would love to be sponsored by Jack Daniels in some way. I yes. agree. Hey, Alex, do you know what time it is? What time is it, John? Well, unfortunately, it's time for a good old-fashioned bathroom break, so we'll be right back after these messages from maybe Alex and maybe our sponsor. So here's the deal. I still love Austin Eastsiders, but we haven't been in contact with them for a while. However, I have been talking to my new friend Jim over at Screwball Whiskey. I don't know if you guys have tried Screwball Whiskey, but it is the perfect peanut butter whiskey. Now, Jim doesn't know that I'm making this ad for him right now, but we have been in talks on doing some stuff together, and he does listen to the podcast. This one goes out to you, Jim. Uh, Make sure to try some Screwball Whiskey, because it is delightful. Mix it with jelly, put it on your turkey. And we are back. Um, So, if you could run a bar, Mm -hmm. own a bar, Mm -hmm. design a bar, Mm-hmm. Or work at a bar that already exists. Mm-hmm. What's your dream bar? I have two ideas. I won't tell you the the one that I've given like a lot of work and thought. But the other one, I love this for a name of a bar. There was a horror movie came out a couple years ago called Pray for the Devil, but spelled P R E Y. Have I seen the film? No, I probably will sometime soon. But I just loved the double entendre. For one. For two, I think that's a great name for a bar. Yeah, I'm gonna head to pray for the devil. How about you? I'm I'm going to pray for the devil. Are you going to pray yep. for the devil? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna pray for the devil. It's it it makes sense. And then I also I love horror themes and like fun things and like an escape room here and there and a haunted house. So it would be all like gothic themed and be very mm. very fun and like some real. I'm I'm a very very proud ex-Catholic. Um, specifically because I was in Catholic school my whole fucking life and was taught to hate myself while the people peddling the fucking religion are raping little boys. Sorry. I don't know if you can cut that. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm okay with, I'm okay with talking stances. about the Catholic Church. It's yeah. fine. The, I don't, uh, yeah. Anyways. You're not that's not, nothing's, not, nothing you're saying isn't true, right? So. Great. Yeah, true. Very true. Very valid. I specifically, as an ex-Catholic, know all of, like, the little creepy things that are in Catholicism that I would put in the bar that would make it creepy. But it would be, like, creepy but, like, fun, you know? For those who cannot see what I just did, I did, like, a fun little finger flick. Um, creepy but fun. It felt good. It felt great, honestly. I, it, it, and also, I'm half Cuban, so a lot of people that are Hispanic have are also raised with uh, Santeria, as like kind of like a like a lateral like it's Catholicism and Santeria to a degree. So all of the candles, all of the rosaries, all of like the paraphernalia. I think that's such a sexy idea for a bar. I have two follow-ups. One yeah. is a oh, okay. okay. You have you have you have things too. No, I was gonna segue into a out of order question. But oh, I fu- you, you okay. Like... So let me go then. I yeah. love this, and I can't think of any a, a creepy bar. Is cr- like they don't. I can't think of one. The closest thing I can think of is either Beetle House, Beetle House. which is the... Which is kind of light. but it oh, That's like light and fun. Beetle House is the bar that is um, based on the works of... What's his fucking name? Tim Burton. Tim Burton. I don't know if they have okay. the license, though. I think they do. 
They have the. They have the. They literally have the the snake thing from Beetlejuice. Sometimes. They have the snake thing. They have actors that are. Yeah, I think they do. So Beetlehouse is kind of creepy, but yeah. we also mentioned earlier Jekyll and Hyde Club, which right. is creepy, but like other things I could think of are more dinner, are more theater experiences like mm. Sleep No More, which I still haven't gone to. I really want to go. Sleep No More. Someone is take me on a date to Sleep No More. Sleep thanks. More <gasps> really? Fuck oh, okay. It's yeah. not a date though. Mark will get mad. It's a real dinner theater. Uh, no, it's not dinner theater. It's it's a show. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. I, the, 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 I think his point is name one bar that has those themes without it of, being theater. Specific. Yeah, I can't think of a bar that's creepy. Isn't that such theaters. a good idea? And right. that's not my good idea. I'll tell you my good idea that's off a, air. Because you'll get a lot of people who just like if you go to the bathroom, it's something something like slams on the mirror or like makes the bathroom mm. has or speakers the, that make fucking mirror, noises. If the mirror starts bleeding, oh, it'd be like a, a haunted house bar. Right? Yeah. I just like got quiet. Huh? I like creepy shit. Sorry. And meanwhile, my my apartment is covered in rainbows. Yeah, it's no, I, I I love it. I mean, I'm all, which is why I wanted to segue into our next question. Yes. Has any, have you ever experienced anything paranormal while working at a bar? Absolutely, absolutely, constantly. I don't know a job that like something didn't drop by itself or something didn't like fall over or or. I didn't grab this glass. Why is this glass here? Like that's been every place I've ever worked. But I have to say this with so much love in my heart because at Hugo, I, Azul and Mar Hugo, the two rooftop bars of Hotel Hugo that I lovingly refer to as Hugo in general, um, we used to have a beautiful, fantastic security team years ago. And one of them, his name was Ray. His name was Ray Armstrong. And I'm going to use his full name because he has unfortunately left us. But he was so beautiful in the sense of when you're a server and you're assigned female at birth or noticeably a vagina owner in a bar where your uniform is tight black cocktail clothing and you've heels. said both vagina and cock in one sentence and i love it it's okay. i do what i can uh, i just i just work here but anyways that's your attire i'm gonna let you do the math of the horrors that that takes, the horrors that anybody that has a vagina in hospitality and nightlife specifically has to encounter, Ray specifically made sure we felt safe. The minute someone touched us, was rude to us, was gross, again, a more upscale establishment, but it shouldn't just be for upscale, it should be for every place. But the minute we felt unsafe, Ray, that one, out. Five seconds, no one batted an eyelash, and he always took care of us. He also loved to cook, so he'd bring his leftovers for us to eat. And the man could cook! Ooh! Anyways, long story short, he passed away a year ago. Um, and the funeral was a beautiful celebration of his life. Everyone wore white. It was lovely. It was very, very fun. Um, he was Caribbean, so it, it, they had music going. It was, it was a party. It was a great time. Long story short, anytime anything falls over now at Hugo, I'm like, oh, hi, Ray. Yeah. So, that's a, so that, that is something that I wrote down, because I'm crazy, mm-hmm. but I wanted to talk about him. Yeah, awesome. that's that's great. I like that. Yay. Like, a positive paranormal, right? Yeah, a positive paranormal, because it, yeah. there's so much negative and so much scary. <laughs> well, yeah. how would I go back then to my question? Oh, yeah. um, so you mentioned you're uh, half Cuban. Yes. And you mentioned Santeria. Um, so I, I don't want to be like 
stupid, but I'm going to come from a place of a white male who doesn't know anything. As he's is fingering an evil eye bracelet. Given to me by Danny. <gasps> Interesting. Because well, you're not allowed to buy them yourself. Well, I'm half Cuban, half Egyptian, so, and Danny's also Middle Eastern, so. There you go. Um, so, Santeria, is it appropriate to call the women who practice Santeria brujas? Is that. I, I think bruja is the wrong word. I think. So I know it as Santera. Okay. So Santera is. It's the Spanish <laughs> word, if you think about it, for like a shaman. For, for okay. someone that's in touch with that realm, plane, existence, however you want to call it. Um, my great-grandmother or great-great-grandmother was one on the Cuban side. and then But if you look at most indigenous cultures, they have a santera or a shaman or they have someone that is in touch with those levels because, I gotta be honest, like I said, I'm an ex-Catholic, but there's something above us. Mm -hmm. Like, there's something... You know, it, it, I don't think... I'm not talking about a magic man in the sky and everyone who believes in the magic man in the sky, good for you. But it, whether it be Mother Nature or what have you, that's... I, I truly believe that there's something, something cooking, something going on there. Okay. So, first off, uh, this is completely not related to bars and then it will link back. Yeah. Um, most of the... Uh, I know in the Native American culture, right. sometimes that's a completely non-binary human, so it doesn't matter shaman or witch or bruja or... Or whatever, right? Right. Um, but does liquor or drugs like ayahuasca ever factor into the Cuban concept of Santeria? To be totally honest, I don't know. Okay. Because my mother would specifically talk about how, quote unquote, that gift will skip a generation or will not be with everyone in the family or what have you. I will say this, my mother very specifically was more empathetic than most and I think I also have that but like to the point that she knew that my teacher was pregnant when she didn't know she was pregnant. like the next week our my teacher in high school was like oh yeah I'm having a baby by the way guys so if you see me change shape a little bit I'm having a baby the week before at like a parent-teacher conference she's like you didn't tell me that your teacher was pregnant I was like what what are you talking about so there is like a extra sense there of just kind of just being aware okay of that in the ether and I absolutely think drugs and alcohol get you there I think there's something not in vino veritas but I think there's something well there's different things for every culture too like yeah. you have your ayahuasca down sure. in South America mm -hmm. and I think liquor also plays a part into a lot of cultures when it comes to experiencing something beyond and I, honestly like I've been drunk and think I see shit but like <laughs> I think there's also there's not me Right. Who can drink something respectably yeah. and be like, oh, there's, I'm connecting. I'm using this to connect. Listen, alcohol is the only legal one. But remember that it's drugs and alcohol. These are things that are altering your consciousness, your sensory, like all, all of your nervous system mm. because of how we are wired. Alcohol is the only legal one. Now marijuana is getting there. And yes, there are cities with psilocybin, which is great. At the end of the day, we're not, like, these are things that are helping us further engage with who we are as humans. Yeah. Like, helping us engage with that other realm. Help us engage with ourselves. Sorry to go that deep, but... No, I kind of <laughs> like it. I kind of like where we are right now. Yeah. It might be the, it might be the drugs. <laughs> Just kidding, we've done no drugs tonight. No, Except for there wasn't a sort of drugs anywhere. That was years ago. That was yesterday. For you, maybe. I haven't done swords in years. I love a sword. 
I'm a big fan of Xena Warrior Princess, so like. Oh yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's a great, great throwback show. I'm pansexual, and the reason I like women is because of Xena. Xena? I'm sapiosexual, and I really and like, like attractive, people. intelligent women. Well, you know, you could like dumb people. That's called dumby. That's called dumbosexual. All right, focus, both um, of you. Sorry. What? Um, unintelligent women with big ears. Dumbosexual. <laughs> okay, Good. focus. Good. Okay. All right. What's I'm your sorry. favorite drink? Oh, yes. So two parts. Sorry, favorite drink, and then your favorite drink to make. Montezuma oh. tequila. This <laughs> podcast is sponsored by Montezuma tequila. All right, we're gonna we'll, we'll do a ad for Montezuma. It's a yeah. plastic bottle. Yeah, you don't even okay. have to make it. Oh my god! Enough! I can't! I can't! I have so many issues with Montezuma. I didn't buy this. I didn't buy this. It was brought to me. Anyways, um, so actually, the question he gave me was. What is your favorite drink and how do you make it? Not what's your favorite drink okay. and what's your favorite drink to make. So I can okay. answer both. It's not a problem. You do, you do both. Yeah, do whatever feels right. I'm going to do all of it because I like to talk. <laughs> um, so my, I am a tequila mezcal girl. Um, my favorite drink to make is it, my favorite drink to drink is, it varies on the day and varies how I'm feeling because I like a little bit of everything. So it depends on that day. Primarily, I will stick to tequila and mezcal. The reason I love mezcal is because I was made a mezcal old-fashioned with chocolate bitters. And when I tell you that shit... That sounds really good. Where were you made this? At Hugo. By Mark, my partner. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Hi, Mark. Anyways, he made me a mezcal old-fashioned. So he did the Angostura, the orange, the simple, and then put chocolate because he knows I like chocolate. Um, but anyways, tried that, loved it, because I had a horror story of doing too many shots of Illegal when I was in college, and all due respect, I just don't love Illegal, Mezcal. It's not sponsored by Illegal, but if you want to sponsor them, go for it. And we will talk less shit about you. Less shit, yeah. I mean, it's it's not even shit, it's just preferences. Anyways, so I was like, no, never Mezcal, never, 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 He made me that with Vida Mezcal. Del Maguey, please sponsor these fabulous humans because I love Chichicapa, I love Vida, I love all of your mezcals. Please do it. Thank you so much. Anyways, maybe that. I fell in love with it. I learned how to make a, a right, a perfect old-fashioned, and then I learned how to make one with the chocolate bitters, and it is delicious. It's got a little bit of sweetness, a little bit of smoke, a little bit of everything. However, I changed my answer for this because recently I started drinking the Not Negroni. And I have so aptly named it because Mezcal Old Fashions and Mezcal Negronis have been such a thing in the world the last year, couple years or so. I don't like a Negroni. However, I love an Aperol Spritz. Ooh, what did we have before we started this podcast? An Aperol, Aperol Spritz. <laughs> but let me clarify. I like it the quote-unquote wrong way, which is too much Aperol more than the Prosecco and the Club Soda. Fuck Club Soda. Just... Prosecco and Aperol is the wrong way, and that's how I make one. I agree. I agree. It's so much. It tastes so much better. That for one, for two. So what I have recently started doing, and everyone should try it, the not Negroni. Instead of a mezcal Negroni, you do mezcal and you do Aperol. Two ounce, two sure. ounce. No sweet vermouth. And when I tell you, it's got the sweet, it's got the smoke, it's got the booze. It's a good time. It's a great time, and that's what I very recently have started to do. In the last, like, six months, I've been like, you know what? I don't want a mezcal old-fashioned because that's too sweet right now. You know what? I don't want Aperol Spritz because I don't want bubbles right now. But I want mezcal and Aperol. Okay. And it's lovely. 
right. I, I haven't that. tried. I haven't tried that, but I think I would enjoy it. I'm gonna do that. Give it a whirl. Two and two, it's right? Great. Give you it a whirl. Two and two. Yeah, two and two. two. Two and a half, two and a half. You're feeling boozy. That's a pint glass yeah. right there, if you buy us. Well, this is not a sober interview. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is, right? It's kind of so. like when I make my um, white Russians and I just lose, use Kahlua and Bailey's. <laughs> Fuck milk. I would, can I tell I you? Think all, I think Kahlua and Bailey's is fucking delicious. Yeah. It's boozy coffee. Oh, perhaps blue ribbon coffee. That's the thing that we always oh, get in. That's the thing that we always get Alex, when we go tubing. Perhaps blue got... ribbon coffee. Oh, yes. You've you've, so got, you've brought good. me one. Paps, okay, here's the thing. I don't like I don't like regular Paps Blue Ribbon, but the Paps Blue Ribbon coffee is it's good. Paps Blue Ribbon coffee is great. I just think when you go to, I think there are certain drinks that are made simply for cost efficiency, like an Aperol Spritz. You don't need the soda water; just use Prosecco. Right, but like the, a but white Russian. You don't need the milk; just use Bailey's all the time. And I think those are more cost efficient when you're selling it. Yeah. But if you're making it at home, why not just fuck the If you're making mixer? it at home, you better pour yourself six ounces of mezcal. Okay, Thanks. so what is then, uh, moving forward, what is your favorite drink at work to make for guests? Um, if I'm being 100% honest, a round of shots that includes me. Because yeah, they're paying for something that I will have made a sale and will get a tip on if I'm serving, if I'm managing, unfortunately not. But, you know, legal. Yeah, and you get a drink. Follow-up question. I work at a dive bar. If someone says, I want to buy you a shot with everybody, I don't charge them for my shot. Do you charge for the shot that they they ask for? You have to, right? They don't have buybacks. I have to. Yeah, they don't have buybacks. We don't have buybacks, and we do not. At at Hugo, there is not a culture of drinking on the job as there have been at other places that I've worked. There's not a culture there for that. It's specifically the sales and the gig, and that's that's what they do there. Pause. Can we do these shots that have been sitting here and getting old? Yeah. You know tequila expires, right? No, it doesn't. I just want to drink. This is a segue. I took my Irish nanny, who came over to visit my mom recently, to... Irish nanny is a great drag game. Irish nanny. To my partner's bar. And one of the servers was very good to us. And her wine glass was empty. And he comes over and goes, do you know it's... He obviously knew she was from Ireland. And he goes, do you know in New York City it's illegal to have an empty wine glass? And she goes, oh, is it really? I didn't know that. And she, I think she believed it. Till she got on the flight like three hours later. She texts me the next day. She goes, I've landed safely. And oh my goodness, that's a wild, crazy rule you have. (laughs) Um, Pure Irish is stunning. Oh, it's fucking fantastic, isn't it? It's um, stunning. It's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Anyway. What's um, the question? <laughs> what was the question? Stop, stop talking Irish accents. <laughs> what was so, the question? Damn it, I started. So, my question is this. Um, do a Scottish brogue. Oh, I can't do a Scottish brogue because you can't fucking understand anything after they go, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? And fucking, and then fucking sham's ass and like fucking sheep and fucking. Don't do the sheep fucker. Oh, don't be a sheep fucker. Anyway, as a Cuban Egyptian, what are the cultural drinks of Cuba and Egypt? Whether it's a cocktail. Because I think in Cuba, in my brain, I, I go to a cocktail. Or in Egypt, I don't know. Is there a liquor? So, I will say this. 
this would this is this is not a shocking story, but as a kid of one immigrant and one hyphenate American human, they specifically dealt with a lot of racism in the eighties in New York and were like, Hey, we don't want our kid to deal with this so they specifically kind of washed away their culture was not very I I know almost the the little knowledge I have about Cuba and Egypt has been my own tracking my own research and my own things because primarily they were concerned about the American dream as most immigrants are they were concerned about making sure that I wasn't the different one which is shocking because the two of them are darker than I and I get a little bit of a burn in the sun. But like it's day one. Day one I get burnt and then day two it just goes brown. Which makes sense. And it honestly it makes me feel happy because I'm like I look like how I'm supposed to look. Yay. I don't know why I'm doing voices. I'm sorry. Anyways. Um, yeah. So when I was a kid they both used to speak to me in Spanish and in Arabic. But I couldn't speak English. So they freaked out when I was like four and trying to go to school and they're like, ah, she's not learning English. Tell me English. Lost all my Spanish and Arabic. But it, there's a, like those fears were so prevalent in how they raised me. So I will say a lot of things that are considered Cuban or a lot of things that are considered Egyptian are not so. For instance, the Cuban sandwich is not Cuban. Really? Yeah, it's not a thing. It's like, like how Chinese food here is not what is eaten in China. Um, the Cuba Libre. That's rum a and, fucking rum and coke. Rum and coke. It's Everybody. a rum and the coke. The Cuba Libre is a rum and coke. It's a rum and coke, motherfuckers. <laughs> Just ask me for it. I'm Cuban. I will give you the carte blanche to say rum and fucking coke. No, because I'll get some... Oh, 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 well, we can go back to the pet peeve question. The pet peeve is when people are just making up shit when they can just say what's in the thing. They can just say what's in the drink. Don't tell me it's a Cuba Libre. Just ask for the rum and coke. It's kind of like a greyhound. If someone wants to know it's a greyhound. I was literally about to say, I hate a greyhound. Don't tell me it's a fucking greyhound. It's fucking grapefruit juice. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> it's so All right, so you Let's... want the next question? Take it away. What are your, some of your favorite bars to visit or bartenders to visit? I always like to addendum this question with, it could be somewhere not New York or where you are, like if you go on yeah. travels, but you can Anywhere also in the world. New York bars. Okay. Yeah. Whatever you want. You didn't give me this in the list, John. No, no, no. He gave me the, the question of like, what are your favorite bars and bartenders to visit? Not, but but didn't write the, it doesn't have to be in New York. Oh. Yeah. So, thanks well, a lot. Do New York, that's fine. Okay, so specifically in New York, I love to go to Art Bar to see Allie. I love to go to visit Marcos at Little Rebel. Why am I shouting? I have problems, I'm sorry. Um, I love to go to Art Bar to see Allie. I love to go to- Are we in Siobhan territory? <laughs> oh no, is this, is this- No, just Siobhan's episode. Siobhan and I got really drunk and Alex literally the end of us goes, worried about us <laughs> i i think we're i think we're winning is what i think you're, you're, you're right i think we're killing it the fact that you have to do teaching things after this is what makes me so sad for you but i'm probably gonna get more drunk like, with him um, yeah oh can we do the paint and pour sorry bars I like to visit art bar yeah. alley um uh -huh. i like to visit marcos and little rebel so little rebel used to be a really fun sports bar called Professor Tom's. If anybody mm -hmm. is in the East Village and remembers that mm -hmm. fabulous establishment. A man I've yeah. lost track of, and if I ever find him again, his name is Chris. He was the owner of um, 
of Professor Tom's. Really f- nice dude. It was the Boston Bar What's in New Boston? York. Yeah, so they would do Patriots, yeah. they would do Bruins, they would do Celtics. Red Sox. It was yeah. also a Michigan bar. Yeah, it was the top and the bottom. Like sometimes if the two teams were playing at the same time, they would uh, have Michigan on the bottom, Boston on top. I wish I knew more sports so I could contribute to this really fun dialogue. So, wait, what is it now called? So it's now now? called Little Rebel. It's actually beautiful in there. And the food is bomb. Um, Their their pictures are all mugshots of celebrities. celebrities. It's fantastic. Cool. And it's very clean. Mm. And I know that's not a concern for a lot of people, a lot of bartenders either, that it, especially coming from dive bar backgrounds, but I like it clean. <laughs> I like movies. It's very nicely refinished. And, oh, they have an upstairs. Did you know that? Yeah, so did Professor Tom's. Did it? That's what yeah. you just said. I've ne- no, did you say that? Yeah, we just talked about that. Is that what you meant? Yeah. <laughs> As she pours another Wait, shot of do people. not drink that until we finish this. I'm sorry. No, okay. no, no. Don't listen to him. It's don't fine. listen to dad. It's fine. I don't have a dad, remember? Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. No, okay, so it's a great place. I love to see Marcos. I love to see the whole staff there. Little Rebel's great. Um, next door is what Chicken and the Egg. What was that name that day? Marcos. No, the other one today. He asked me that question because I forgot. Because I'm a bad mm. person. Anyways, next one to that used to be Finnerty's, oh. which is now Chicken and the Egg, which has a back bar speakeasy called Sincerely Ophelia. Mm. It's a fantastic place. It's really fun, dark, sexy. They got cool art on the walls. The front is Chicken and the Egg. It's Wait, can we chicken. talk about the bathrooms at Chicken and the Egg? So Chicken and the Egg is. Really- oh, it's a two-way mirror. Sorry. So Chicken and the Egg is a really. It's a, It's a chicken stand. Yeah. But in you have to walk through a fake wall. You go mm. past it. And there's a bar in the back. It's a speakeasy. It, it is. And I, they honestly are following the speakeasy rules, and that's why I think they'll close soon. But their bathroom door is so cool. Is a sliding one-way mirror. Two-way. Oh, so one you way. can shit or piss. And watch people. Or do looking, other things in the bathroom. Looking at and people. people who are waiting to go to the bathroom are standing out there picking their nose or, like, whatever. And you can see them. So cool. But they cannot see you. I gotta tell you, it's so sexy in there. It's so sexy. I'm mad. It is a have... sexy bar. It is a sexy. It's beautiful. Bar. It's be really, really beautiful. And listen, I'm not mad at their price point. I'm no, not. They're mad not. At... They're not super pricey. Well, I. Drink, it's fair. I drink shots and neat, so I don't know what the actual mm-hmm. price point is. But he's yeah. Have you ever served besides Chuck Palahniuk? Have you served celebrities? I like throwing so, this back in now. Yes, I do. Yes, I have. So Chuck Palahniuk, who is lovely and fantastic, and it's kind of ridiculous that he did not know that there was a bar. Mm. For his most famous, arguably one of his most famous books. I think that's um, definitely famous. Most famous choke is probably second. Yeah. Well, yeah. So okay, so he was one. James Marsden walked into Durden once, and when I tell you I do not get starstruck, homeboy is pretty in real life, and he also like. This is the exact interaction. So I was by the, do you remember the, the server state, the server POS on the right side that was like right there next to the door that was right there? Yeah, that no one ever used. That no one ever used. The back, they had, we had a side door. It was really strange. Anyways, long story short, so I was doing some of the POS and then someone opens that side door, comes to the POS, he gets this close to my face and <laughs> smiles. You think his smile on film and TV is crazy? Jawline. In re- Jawline for days. Baby, you don't understand. This man with the Cheshire Cat Cheshire Cat smile that he naturally has, it was not exaggerated, was like, Hi, can I use your bathroom? 
Wait, he didn't even drink. He just needs to use the bathroom. He didn't even drink. He just, he got this close to my face. Wait, for the listeners. He got this close to my face. And then smiled and said, hi, can I use your bathroom? And my dumbass, who arguably, just objectively, does not have a crush on James Morrison, but got that close to my face and smiled that smile and was like, can I use it? And I was like, sure, whatever you want. And I said, whatever you want, like a fucking idiot. And he used the bathroom and he left. And that's the That's the, the James Morrison story. That's the James Morrison story. Well, but you know why he got that close to your face. Oh, I would have done so many no, things. No, but you know why. Why? Tell me. Because he wrong? only has one eye. What do you mean? Because he's Cyclops. I think you need to go to therapy. It's okay. Evelyn. Yes, sir. Do you have anything you want to plug, pitch? Do you want to pitch your shifts? Do you want to pitch any creative projects you're creating? Uh, your Instagram, it doesn't matter. If not, we can edit this out, but we'd love to hear whatever you want to share with us. So, I manage Azul Rooftop and Bar Hugo Rooftop Thursdays, Fridays, and Sundays. And I serve on Saturdays there. So, I am there. So, please come visit me there. I am an actor. However, the SAG strikes and the WGA strikes are still going on. And until those needs are met, actors and writers are not working. And you're not I, technically allowed to pitch anything either because that's against SAG, right? And that's against SAG. You can't talk about anything you've mm. worked on recently. Can't even do it. Can't even do it. And all those podcasts... We'll have to have you back afterwards so you know? that you can talk. No, listen. Keep it. I want to keep it. It's important because at the end of the day, we're... Like, they're fighting for... Hey, the background, the extras, the people that are co-stars, the people that are guest stars, they do not make a living wage. And just because someone was on a sitcom in the 80s doesn't mean they're fucking rich or A-list or they're made. The A-list actors that are fighting, that are picketing, they are doing that for everyone else. And if I see one more comment about someone being like, oh, the A-list actors want to get more money. It's not about that. It's not about that. Read, read, do your research. Google exists. Thank you so much. But anyways, so that's where I'm at. Come visit me at Hotel Hugo. It's a fun time. Alex, do you have anything you want to pitch or, or share? Are you, can we celebrate real quick? Uh, cheers to Alex going back into teaching. Cheers to Alex going, going back, back into teaching. I never, teaching. Knew, I never knew you quit. So good I, for you. But I took a hiatus. Okay, listen to the listeners. Teaching is a thankless fucking job. So, and I know this because I have a lot of friends that are teachers. Oh, hi, friend that's a teacher. Right next to me. Right next to me. Right in front of me that I'm Zooming with. It's a thankless fucking job. They don't get paid very well. And they don't even get the gratitude that they deserve. And they should be paid more. So, be good to your fucking teachers. Ooh. And be good to your bartenders. Yeah, be good to your bartenders. 20% is not a choice. Minimum is 30%, fuckers. It's 23, bitch. Sorry. Um, I have something I want to pitch. Recently, I've been listening to this podcast, um, and I want to give him a big shout out. Uh, it's with two guys. Uh, their names are John and Alex. <laughs> Jesus. Is it called? Is it called the? It's, it's called. It's something it's called alcohol. Called, no, no, no. I've heard of this. I've heard of this. I think it's called the barback. <laughs> no, the listen. Barback. The barbacks are literally the backbone of the fucking industry. Thank yeah. your barbacks. Thank you, barbacks. Fucking tip barbacks them. And tip them, goddammit. Tip them, goddammit. Bartenders, it. tip your barbacks. Hello. Hello. If you can. If you Good. can, I think it's important. If your barback goes, yeah, fucking tip them. 
fucking tip him. Thank I'm not you upset. both for this is Mike Colgan quality. This is Mike Colgan. This is Siobhan. These this episode is <laughs> no, a, this is a wild one. This this yeah. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Uh this has been the buyback with uh your hosts who? John. Alex, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> And we were joined by the wonderful bodacious oh thank you uh incredible bartender and great long-winded storyteller oh evelette thank you so Ev- much Hotel thank you so much thank you so much thank you for having me it's been an honor hey guys thanks for listening if you enjoyed the buyback follow us on twitter at the buyback on instagram at the buyback podcast or email us at the buyback podcast at gmail.com We'd love to hear your thoughts on the show. And if you are a bartender or know a bartender who should be on the podcast, let us know. Please like and subscribe. If you write a review, it will actually help boost us as well. So anything you can do to support us would be awesome. Tell your friends. Remember to be nice and tip your bartenders well, and we'll see you next time. Well, there we go.